0: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Hi, welcome to the Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with German Hayes, a student at Closdae. Ignid in Galway, how are you doing, Dermot?
1: How are you? I'm doing great. I'm
0: great, thanks. Now, tell us a bit about your background, who you are.
1: Um, well, so I've grown up in Galway, um, Galway city, uh, my whole life, living in Salt Hill. I've been going to Clash um, to Ignod since uh, I've gone to the primary school, and my brothers have gone to Clash to Ignaj, so Colossus um, to Ignaj is a big part of who I am. Uh, I I really enjoy maths, science, so that's the main reason I did uh, enter SciFest. I Also, I love playing sports. Sports is a big part of my life. And yeah, that's it's all about me.
0: And which sport do you play? Is it rugby? Yeah, rugby, uh, basketball and water polo. That's good, because they're, they're all team sports, so it's good that when you... If you actually end up getting a career in STEM, it's all about teamwork as well. So you got that grounding, which is good. Now getting back to yeah, sci yeah, yeah. what is sci fest? this STEM competition, what actually is it? It's um, uh, it's an uh, organised event where uh, everyone can input their ideas. Everyone gets a chance to present their ideas in uh, the regional the regional sci
1: fest. Yeah. Um. Uh, everyone gets a chance to present. They, And then from there, uh, I think it's five people from every region uh, get through to the Nationals. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's five people. Yeah. Um, and then at the Nationals, it's oh, well. there's obviously a higher standard and you're expected to develop your project more from the Regionals. Um, you're spe- expected to develop it more and present it to a team but this year obviously it's different um we submit a video or we chat online instead of doing it in actual person but uh that's what COVID does i guess yeah
0: so i guess when you started off with you would have done a concept for your uh, and and and, and a written but your idea for the your first uh when you first apply and then to get to national you have to provide a prototype to show shows it works Shows what it can do, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did um, my project on Benford's law because yes. I'm like I'm very interested in statistics, especially statistics and uh, maths. So, um, what inspired me to do the project was world events in general like generate a lot of data. So I was I was beginning to question the data around me. Um, because I was reading about fake news, vote election fraud, yeah. and even the numbers of COVID nineteen deaths being manipulated. So the big question for me was: Is the data real or fake? Which is the project of my title, of my uh, which is the title of my project.
0: Yeah.
1: So I was inspired to investigate and find out if there was an av- if there was a test available to test if data is real or fake. So in my research, I, did, I found a law named Benford's Law um, that uses maths and can be used to test uh, numerical data for authenticity. Yeah. So um, Benford's Law predicts the frequency of the leading digit of a number in a data set. So that's how many numbers in a data set that begin with one. Like um, how many numbers begin with like 167, the leading digit would be a one. You know what I mean? And so, um, Benford's law predicts that, so Benford's law predicts that 30% of the time, the leading digit will be a one, Mm -hmm. which really, really, uh, really surprised me because I was expecting each, each number from one to nine to occur at a level frequency, all of 1 in 9 chance of occurring. But according to Benford's law, if the data is natural and authentic, 30% of the time, the leading digit will be 1. 18% of the time, the leading digit will be 2. So that's almost 50% of the time, the leading digit will be a 1 or a 2. So I was really intrigued by this concept, and I found it like hard to believe so I did further research and started developing hypotheses around um, this concept. So I, I created my own my own set of um, random numbers, which I called, which was my data set, and I thought that, that um, my numbers would follow Benford's law. But Benford's law deemed that my I numbers were not um, were not random and they were biased, which which is um, correct because it's kind of hard to unbias when you're generating them in your head. Yeah. Um. So that that disproved my hypotheses that I could fool Benford's law. So then I started developing a dashboard on Excel. Um. I used chi squared test and a supremum test um to test many data sets um but i especially focused in on the death rates before covid and the death rates during covid um and i hypothesized that the death rates during covid uh, uh were that the death rates during covid were manipulated and were not authentic um and I hypothesised that before COVID, the death rates were um, did follow Benford's law. Yeah. So I proved my hypothesis that before COVID, all death rates um, around the world followed Benford's law, and then during COVID, death rates also followed Benford's law. To my much to my surprise, so this basically tells us that Benford's law uh, that uh, even though COVID nineteen could never have been predicted it's something that it's a freak event that we no one could have predicted back in 2019 it still follows the natural order of the world yeah so uh that was the conclusion of my project and what I took from my project is that mathematics and statistics can be used to test if data is real COVID-19 death rates are in fact authentic um the dashboard I developed in Excel can test numerical data easily and efficiently, and this useful tool can fight against what is real or fake.
0: Was the data you used just Irish data, or did you go elsewhere? Uh,
1: it, it was. Um, it was Irish data, UK, America, Canada. There was. We used forty-five different countries. Um, and we te- and we uh, Gathered the averages of all the death rates um, in a period of time and tested them again and Spenceford's law.
0: And did you find an increase in death because of COVID, or, or was there a decrease? Yeah, there was. There was a, in most
1: countries. It, for in New Zealand, for example, where there was they completely shut down their borders, the death rates um, the death rates actually went down. Yeah. Um, but in America you could in America um, in America where there was a lot of spikes in cases, you could see you could see exactly when the spikes happened, where the death rates, there was big curves in the death rate and they are well above what had happened in the years before, years mm-hmm. previous.
0: So for example, when you were doing this, did you, did you test, for example, did you check data for when someone wore mask or not a mask, or did it have vaccines?
1: no i didn't actually do that i we couldn't find our source for to get all this data was our world and data yeah and we have to do a lot of digging to find the covid death rates so we just focused in on that area there wasn't we did do research on um like say like um if the masks and vaccines affected it, because the data wasn't out there yet, if you know what I mean, the yeah. it didn't exist um, as of as of while we were doing the project. But yeah, so we just focused in on the deaths worldwide.
0: Yeah, because I know that people who are anti-vaxxer or anything this or that might want to try and find a way to dispute your findings. So just checking what data was used, and it yes. was just general data that was used. That to me is, is accurate enough anyway. Yeah, yeah. And where do you plan to go with this next?
1: Um, well, I believe that this, that my project idea is patentable, and I could make it into an app where people can test any, um, any amount of data, well, any data set, and they can test it in Benford's law to see if it's authentic. Um, this is this is highly. Uh, useful for accountants where they can attest for accounting fraud. Um, it can even be tested for photoshopping, uh, where you where the amount of pixels on a on a picture are counted, and it, then Benford's law will tell you if the amount of pixels has been manipulated. Um, and it it'll just be widely available to anyone who wants to test data quickly and efficiently.
0: But well, for me, the thing with the photoshopping, that to me is great because at times you see in magazines photographs are digitally uh, ch- changed to enhance them better, and if you can uh, have yeah. a way of proving that those photographs are fake, that's even that, that's great. No more body shaming or anything else.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: And to me, I, I didn't know you could you could do a picture count on Photoshop, and then check that and make sure I'm in the road. That to me is is, uh, something I haven't heard of but to me that is a great idea that you can do that.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it wasn't, when we discovered Benford's Law we didn't know that that was something that it could do but um, definitely like we were mainly focusing in on data sets like uh, for COVID but when we discovered um, about that it could test for photoshopping if when we're taking Taking this project to the next level, that's something definitely we'll focus in on.
0: Yeah, because to I me, mean, if somebody, for example, does a new story and has photographs go with it, and the photographs are doctored or fake to prove the story genuine, if this can—if they—if you can use this to, to disprove photographs, you've then disproved the story can't be true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Especially right now with COVID, when you've got all these fake stories going around, and you see stories stating... Yeah. This is a photograph of, of something happening, and then without any context, it's your you you assume it's real, but you can't be really checking on what you're doing, you can check, and they can say basically, no, this photograph doesn't it because there's too many pixels, or it also may be able to check how old photograph is. Yeah. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's definitely a handy application in, in that sense.
0: Yeah, because... To me, the, for me right now, the scariest thing right now is all this fake data going around. And then people, when you yeah. manipulate the facts, and they say, for example, how many deaths there are, and then they try and change it to suit their agenda, but if you can just use the raw data and say, these are deaths have occurred, that's it, That yeah. got to be, Benford Law yeah. says this is true, can't be wrong, how do you disprove yeah. Bentford's law?
1: Yeah, exactly, the,
0: it's it has to, if
1: the data is natural it will always follow benford's law it's the natural yeah. order of everything
0: and if if someone says that you go okay you go ahead and try and disprove this law that's been around for quite a while and is and does exist and and it never has been known to uh, bring up false running it's, it's been perfectly done and it works perfectly it shows when data is fake how are you going to how, how can you just disprove that you can't really do that so in one way it's a good weapon to have against those people who try to manipulate data, especially nowadays. And yeah. well, in, in the area we, here we're living with COVID and people are, are, are thinking, oh, that data is wrong, that can't be true, that can't be true. But if you can prove it in seconds or minutes that data is correct and accurate, then that's a good Yeah, thing. It, inst- it,
1: it instantly shuts down their argument.
0: Yeah, and all yeah. they can do is uh, they can try and find another argument to try and disprove that. They might then say, well okay, deaths, and then you might say, with well, it from COVID, with COVID, that's, but then again, to me, that's another argument, another day. But in fact, you've proven that the data is correct. Because when I see how many deaths there are in America, I'm kind of shocked how high it is. And same with the UK. Yeah, It shocks me out how many deaths yeah. there were. And in fact, you... Yeah, know, yeah, the... The, um... I could...
1: Uh, they Yeah, it was shocking. Like the, It was almost unbelievable the amount of deaths and how much they'd increase, and that was one of the main reasons I hypothesized that the that the COVID death rates might actually be fake, but Benford's Law obviously proved me wrong, and there's no doubt in Benford's Law. Yeah,
0: cause I've seen what they've done, in like you mentioned earlier in New Zealand, but the New thing has had overall just 40 COVID deaths, so they've managed it very yeah. well. And mm. you can see how they manage it that that there was a reason why you get forty deaths, and then you go to somewhere like America and the UK and see how they manage it, and you can see why there was there was so many high deaths. Mm. Exactly. And, yeah. The, when we we had a gra- We have a graph on my
1: project. We have a graph comparing the deaths before and after, and there is the, like in the UK and America, the, the gaps are massive and heights. Quite unbelievable how much the death rates increased um, on average during COVID uh, compared to before COVID.
0: And the scary thing is last year or so, figure came out. they said that because of lockdowns, the flu didn't really appear last year at all. So there was, there was no flu deaths. And this yeah. year, as we're open again, the flu is appearing back again. So we're now seeing more cases of flu than we did than, than last year. Last year, we had none because we were in lockdown. It couldn't spread. Mm. Now we're open; it can spread. Yeah. So w- when you're saying there's more deaths last year, you can say, "Well, it wasn't flu because because of lockdown flu wasn't spreading around." Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's always an excuse they will I say. Think. People will say, "Oh, must have been flu deaths," or they say, "Covid's a new flu." Well, actually, it's not a new flu. It's a coronavirus, which what the flu is. Flu is part is a coronavirus, but a different kind of coronavirus, and also. Because there was, there was uh, people weren't, getting, weren't actually last year gone out much, it didn't spread. Whereas yeah. this year, it, it, it was, was spread. It, it couldn't have been anything other than
1: COVID 19. Uh, yeah.
0: Because when someone says, oh yeah, it was other reasons why the deaths were there, but you've just proved with Brentford Law that it, that it has to be COVID because there was no flu cases mentioned last year in Ireland anyway, none of our facts. So because of that, yeah. you could say well then if that was the case in Ireland if you go to a country which has some kind of lockdown lockdown scenarios you know flu couldn't have been there and some like the UK with the kind of bit more open the flu cases wouldn't have been as high ho- wouldn't have been as high
1: yeah and also the flu the flu wouldn't be spreading because of locked because um, we're in lockdown but also the masks actually. Like help a lot against the flu, yes, and sa- constantly sanitizing your hands. But COVID nineteen is obviously more, I don't know, more dangerous than the flu. More, uh, I don't know, it can constantly evolve to, or not, may- maybe not evolve, but it's more, it's more easy to get. If you know what I mean, it's more. Yeah. Uh first uh, that's what I'm looking for. because yeah,
0: if, uh, if you're going um, to, if you're somewhere in an event and someone's gonna call, unless they're right beside your coughing and spluttering, you're not gonna catch it. Because if yeah. you're twenty meters away through you're fine. But mm. with COVID, if you're not wearing a mask because of somebody you're gonna catch it. If you're thirty meters away you can mm. mask you know, still catch it. But the mask prevents you yeah. getting and also the mask prevents you getting the flu from your somebody as well. So the masks are a good thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, they um, they definitely helped against the flu as well. But yeah, then there were higher flu cases in the UK compared to Ireland since they're more open and all that. Yeah.
0: Because you gotta ask, so if you go to a if you go to a doctor to have surgery or a dentist, why are they wearing masks? Stop spreading germs or whatever them or anything they might have. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't contaminate the area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why, when you ever you had an operation or you went to the dentist to get something done, you never suddenly come out of the dentist and the next couple of days later you fell ill because you got something there. Because when they're wearing masks, you can't catch anything. So that to me proves that masks do work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, complete. Uh, I don't see why people don't believe in masks. Like, there's a science out there. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense why. I still don't see the argument that masks don't work. You know what I mean?
0: because yeah, I'm looking. When was the last time you heard of somebody who, who got ill or died from going to dentist or or a doctor's or or, or getting an operation pre-covid, yeah. before covid? Now, now basically, when you when when you're in covid itself, there's, there's a chance that covid could be in hospital when you're in, and they won't know where you catch it. But normally, if you're wearing masks, things are going to be safe. So. Say you were there three years ago, get an operation. You had to basically get something done, like a, maybe appendicitis. A Everyone in the surgery yeah. will be wearing masks, so no chance to catch anything. And and therefore yeah. that proves basically better works. Right now, when you're in a hospital and you're in a ward, even if you're in a ward, you're still wearing you wearing a mask. Now we're for it because COVID can spread pretty easily. Mm. Yeah. Bad. It's one of those things that people have got to realise that if, if if doctors and nurses didn't never wore masks at all, or dentists anywhere, how how bad would we be with illness?
1: Yeah, it, it'd be it'd be almost a risk to go into a hospital.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking if somebody, for example, when you go to a dentist and if you got a compromised immune system, and I would say this is like four or five years ago, you walk in. Because they're wearing a mask, you can go in there and you feel safe. Mm. Imagine walking in and they weren't wearing masks. You wouldn't go in because you yeah. wouldn't, you couldn't risk it.
1: Yeah, it completely. It completely isolates you, yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
0: And I can see that. Like I can see basically your data model more proven proven that the masks do, masks do work now. I'm not sure about vaccines because masks were to, were probably one of the first things people have seen as a way to protect yourself. And they were there before vaccines came in. Now, obviously, certain countries didn't believe in masks, by the way, or weren't mandating masks. Like, for example, America at first didn't believe in masks, and people in America kind of thought, oh, it's just just a flu, don't worry about it. Whereas now, the more that's realizing after what's happened, we should have asked earlier, it it, it is masking does help. It might, it can stop you getting something, It, it helps anyway. Well, it does mean is if you're going to do your weekly shop and you have to do this, you can go into a shop knowing if you're in it pretty quickly, you won't catch something. If you walk in a shop not wearing a mask, there's a great challenge to catch something.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it makes you it feel so much more unsafe and unsecure yeah. just being in an area without, without a mask.
0: Yeah, because I know that when you go into a shop, if you know where you're going and you're going to buy, which are to go to, you go and buy your, buy your shopping and then you go to your go to the till. If you're in a shop long 15 minutes, because you're wearing a mask you feel more reassured, because it could be long queues, yeah. or maybe they've moved the aisles around, so where you want to was where you might get your batteries, That's move somewhere else, you can then go and get anything and wearing a mask, I don't feel worried or stressed about casting something because I'm masked up, and you're not too worried about, it, about it, if there's a 5 minute queue for a till, whereas not wearing a mask, you get more worried because you know you're going to catch something yeah, and you also and the other side to it is you're also putting people around you at risk as well because if you do
1: happen to be asymptomatic and have COVID and you're not wearing a mask, yeah, you're putting everyone in the shop at risk pretty much. Yeah. So it's a lose-lose if you're not wearing a mask.
0: Yeah, because for me, basically, I've worn masks from day one and I always think wherever I'm going, even like when I'm in my apartment building where I live, I wear a mask in the corridor because of ventilation. You just don't know, or if you, from if going in, in, in the lift, I, I go down to the to the basement to put away my rubbish from the trash. I always wear a mask because you don't know who's been in the lift or where they've been or anything else or what's in there or where COVID yeah. is, because it's invisible. You can't see yeah, it, yeah. it. You just know it's there. You can't, be, you can't be too safe when it
1: comes to COVID, like.
0: Yeah, because you can't suddenly decide to wear these infrared goggles. And it shows up, oh, that's where COVID is. It's invisible. You don't know where it is. It could be anywhere. So yeah. no matter where you are, if you're in a crowded environment, wear a mask. If you're in a, in a building, wear a mask because you don't know what's in it because ventilation might not be great. If you're in a classroom, yeah. I suggest wear a mask because you don't know what's there. You can't. You, you, you just got to be very careful. Anywhere that's crowded or in closed spaces, yeah, masking is the way to go No. If you're in an open space and there's lots of fresh air around you and not anyone nearby you, you walk in a park, that's a different story totally. I can see why you might not wear yeah. a mask. But yeah, yeah. otherwise than that, it's a no-brainer about that. And the fact that you've actually more or less your research has proven that the, the death figures are up and the old cases are up, that to me says you've got to be worried and you should be, you should be masking up when not possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, The coming into the, it might be looking like a third lockdown, and that's because people are kind of slacking off, if you know what I mean, on the masks, and they think it's all over, but it's back again now, because we aren't obeying the two metres and the masks and all that.
0: Yeah, and the worst thing for me is, people right now, they assume, oh, isn't it Christmas, we'll do like, we'll go out and we'll do our parties, we'll go and do our shopping. And they're going to shop and crowd environments with his queues or they're actually meeting friends for a Christmas party or drinks and whatever. And then they're all bunched together. And they should realise they shouldn't be doing that, but they are. Behavior is a big thing. And your data is more or less should check people to realise, oh, it does exist. This is proven that the figures we're seeing aren't fake. And no matter what you try and say, German's proven. Read Benford's Law that these exist, so you have to be careful and you have to mask up, wash your hands, do what's possible, have the two meter gaps and do all that and you're helping save lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a lot of people think COVID I don't know, that
1: they'll that they're special and they'll never get COVID. Everyone thinks a lot of people think they're invincible, but that's not really how it works at all. You need a if you're not doing it for yourself, you need to do it for the sake of others. Um, yeah, that should be, if, if, you're not, if you're not motivated, if you're young and you don't feel like COVID-19 would be affecting you, you got to do it for other people, your family, yeah. your friends
0: well, and all see. that and your classmates. There was a conference last week in Florida with anti vax doctors and they're on stage and of all, all the, all the guys at it, four of the five speakers ended up with COVID, getting covid Really? Yeah, and they were there were guys who were talking about using alternative, uh, don't use vaccines and all. They were talking about using alternative methods, save from COVID, like in 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 vermectin and other things, know, other other stuff. Use these instead. And when the main speaker, the main guy, got COVID, that to me says it all. And he's a doctor, and he should know better.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's quite ironic. Yeah, yeah, the,
0: I, I, that. I I, um, I go as far as say is. Is save Christmas, mask up and do what you can. I practice me distancing, wash your hands because we've got to save Christmas. Because Christmas is the one time of the year when all your family gets together, and if you can't do that, then we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, it's something that people look
1: forward to every year. It's until like once Christmas is over, it's always until next Christmas, you know. Yeah.
0: And I it's always, always a
1: big family and yeah,
0: everything. And, and I'm always saying right now, when it comes to this, if you want to prevent a lockdown, we should change our behaviors. And if you don't get locked down, you might get further restrictions. I mean, they might suddenly decide to close down nightclubs or close things or theatres or close down venues that are in closed spaces that are gonna be packed. They might we don't know what they're going to do. But yeah. to stop all this, we gotta practice good behavior, mask up and. Uh, Practice social distancing and also always um, wash your hands.
1: Yeah, wash your hands, keep them sanitised, all that. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I completely agree with what you're saying there.
0: And also, and most importantly of all, Bentford's law exists. And if you can make Bentford's law become something that everyone's talking about. Because I, I never really heard of Bentford's law until I, I was told about your project. And now I know that yeah. about it. So right now, if that... Can become uh, the next next big word in the English dictionary word of the year. Benford's law, we should know about that because we know about other things. And yeah, yeah. We should know about that. So that to me is a good thing. And I just hope yeah. hope you do well do well with your project. And uh, I look forward to uh, t- to seeing um, and hear more about you in the future. And uh, thanks for that great chat, Dermot. And uh, ha- ha- have a great day. Thanks, I really appreciate that. You too. Take care, thanks, mate. Bye. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news, on Facebook,